Hey, this is Jilly Woodhouse on the Osteo Business Podcast, talking all things osteo business. Here's Jilly Woodhouse, an author, speaker, award-winning business coach, and passionate advocate of osteopathy. Nine reasons to invest in your business skills. Some people wonder whether they should invest in their business skills or, you know, if it's worth it, if they're going to get a decent return on that investment. So I thought I'd share nine reasons with you today um, to help you to consider whether or not it's something that you ought to be doing. So keeping up to date is the first reason. Uh, Things change. We know that um, social media is changing all the time. good systems and uh, operations change all the time. So it's good to keep ahead of what's working well and what isn't working so well, so that you can be making good decisions as you go through your business year. The second one is learning new skills, like how to easily attract new patients. Uh, things that, of course, it's, you know, you weren't taught this uh, when you studied, and that's absolutely fine. Uh, but, you know, n- not learning how to market yourself is a bit of a mistake, because we need that those new patients to keep coming through. They are the lifeblood of your business. Without them, uh, you're relying on uh, other people's word of mouth. And, uh, you know, that's, dodgy it's great I I always liken this to word of mouth being like a cherry on the icing on the cake of marketing but um, you know it's no good by itself we need to have some robust marketing in place to make sure those numbers keep coming through your doors and particularly if you've got a team that's one of the big issues I hear a lot of is they um, you know the associates aren't busy enough. We need to make sure that you know exactly how to ensure they have a, a good flow of new patients coming through um, to look after. So learning no, learning new skills, whatever topic that'll be around within business, whether that's managing your money, um, what kind of model you're operating there, um, how you're doing your marketing, or um, what systems and operations um, are are in place. It's all important stuff. So cornerstones of your business, really. The third one is is mixing and masterminding with others who are on the same journey as you. Um, I found that for the last 10 years where I've got group programs going on, um, it's the the mixing with other like-minded clinic owners that really helps be they um, have had all sorts through osteos, uh, chiros, uh, acupuncturists, uh, etc, multidisciplinaries. So masterminding with other people on the same journey um, really does help. Um, Ideas come up, you know, sometimes we don't always have all the answers. We have a lot of answers, but um, oftentimes somebody in the group will mention something they've just discovered and we'll all say, oh, that's a great idea. Like, let's do let's all do that. So um, that's the, the beauty of, of um, a hive mind like that. with Lots of um, people 
really investing in themselves and their clinics and sharing that with uh, other like-minded clinic owners. The fourth one is to uh, discover how to run your clinic more efficiently. Um, I think one of the biggest problems I see is uh, you know, clunky uh, systems and operations or, or really inefficient uh, that require a lot of time and input and, and man hours, if you like, people um, to, to do things within the clinic. So um, I really like simplicity. I really like um, uh, simple systems that um, save masses of time and are really efficient and do what needs to be done and and, and no more. So um, uh, that's something that I, I love tackling that within a clinic. Is um, saving your time, your hands actually, by not overdoing, having to overdo everything, or not having ridiculous long lists of stuff to do, or try and um, and get it systemized as possible, so that you can concentrate on your work and managing your team, if that's what you have. Um. So. Um, Sixth one is um, plan out your key goals and achieve them bit by bit. So I know that you're probably a very reflective kind of person. And sometimes that can mean that you're not so forward facing, so keen and interested in, in focusing on what's coming up, what's in the future. Um, and I can completely understand that. But, um, you know, I'm not a massive planner myself, but I do like to have some goals for the year. I do like to have some plans for the year, what, what I want to do. So I have a whole plan for 2024 already completely mapped out, um, which is good for me, to be fair. <laughs> um, and uh, equally, it's good to have some idea of what you're going to be doing um, every quarter. So that breaks down that year. So it's easier to manage. And then from that quarter to have an idea what you're going to be doing each month and then each week. So it helps to know what the little baby steps are that you need to take in order to get yourself to your annual goals. So planning that out and then planning out how you're going to do that, the strategies and the tactics you're going to use to get get you there. Um, what you know, how you're going to use social media and, and other ways of bringing in uh, new patients and building your numbers and building up your clinic so that you're nice and busy. So um, a, a, a little planning, not overly doing it, but a little planning. So you've got some ideas of where you're going. So therefore, you can celebrate when you get there, which, of course, is always a bonus. The seventh one is to manage your team and your time and your clinic easily. Um, you know, I've seen clinic owners being just absolutely overwhelmed and, and a bit washed out with the amount of stuff that they've got to get done. So it's learning how to um, you know, share some of those tasks around the team uh, or get rid of them entirely and outsource them. Um, something I refer to as 10 pound tasks and um, I talk about that in other episodes um, getting rid of some of those frees up your time so you can do more of what you're good at 
Um, and, you know, and that makes, again, things more efficient, which me makes for a happier clinic. And the eighth one is create a clinic that your community loves to come back to again and again. So creating a gorgeous clinic. Um, I like clinics that have got images of nature in them, plants, um, calm colours, um, and, and a warm environment so that people's healing journey begins not just when they see you in your room, but the minute they put their hand on the door, when they come in, their entire experience is so good that they happily come back for additional appointments um, as advised by you or for maintenance treatments, if that's what you recommend for them. But that all in all, they just have a really good feeling when they come in the door. Um, and that helps people to come back again and again. And of course, helps with that marvellous word of mouth cherry that we spoke about already. And finally, the ninth one is, do you know what? Business learning is fantastic CPD for you. It helps with your professionalism um, and it is valuable because you're learning how to run a more efficient and profitable clinic and keep your team happy, keep them um, focused um, and provide that fantastic experience that means you have an excellent reputation within the community and you um you know you are always booked up and talked about and, and so there's your nine reasons why investing in your business skills is a really good idea and to that end we are just about to launch um osteobiz fix there's a link in the show notes to jump onto the waiting list our doors will only be open for a couple of days and then they will close again uh, because I want us to do this as a journey. I want us to go week by week by week, slowly and steadily towards the goals you have. And I think that doing it together as a group is going to be the most efficient. I've done all kinds of different uh, programs, etc., And I find that the people who make the most progress are those that show up every week and work on their business together with me and the team and that really gets them the results they came for um, I know you don't have masses of time to be studying loads of curriculum and content so if we do it live and you turn up do it together and then you've got one or two things to implement in the next week it'll be um, slow and steady wins the race bye for now Thanks for listening to the Osteo Business Podcast. Remember to like, follow, and subscribe on all Jilly's channels, which can be found in the show notes. Jilly's back soon with more tips, ideas, and strategies to build your thriving practice.